0: Joining us now is Brian Peria with CanFax to give us a cattle market update.
1: Well, we're into the spring market. I guess uh, maybe we've seen really good beef demand and, and a lot of product moving, uh, but maybe a little bit sluggish on the cattle markets, especially at the, on the Fed cattle side. Um, you know, prices not much different than they were in February, around that 150 hundredweight 100 kind of price, so uh, a little bit uh, disappointing. I think feedlots continue to lose money at that uh, despite, like I said, beef prices very, very strong. Still anticipating, I guess, hopefully some market strength moving forward. Numbers should tighten, uh, we think, into May, June, and that should support the fed cattle market. Uh, feeder cattle and calves, you know, we've seen pretty good demand for calf prices. You know, calf prices uh, have been, you know, actually uh, the least impacted by covid through all of this and, and still good demand for grass cattle um you know i think big thing kind of overarching all of that across western canada right now though is sort of moisture conditions seems a bit dry or, or it is quite dry in a lot of areas and guys may be concerned about grass that way but uh you know five weight calves well well above a year ago as you know we were into some covet issues last year but uh still seeing calves you know lots into that 220 to kind of 30 range on on grass cattle which is which is respectable prices.
0: Are um, plants running at, uh, at pretty much normal capacity? Or?
1: Uh, we've, there's the odd little hiccup, I guess. Uh, but for the most part, you know, packing throughput has stayed quite quite good. Uh, I guess that's the other good news is just waiting on. You know, there will be some uh, logistics to get everybody vaccinated, but with, you know, especially Cargill is going to be focusing on getting their employees vaccinated. Uh, so they're, they're, that will take some time and some may... Sh- slow the chain speeds a little bit for a week or so but uh again once we get through that uh, a lot more uh, sort of maybe some market security once once that gets done uh but yeah they continue to focus on fed cattle uh since they have the whole the whole time through covid and cow slaughter remains quite light and uh, again cow cow price is also very strong as, as numbers are pretty moderate
0: and uh canadian is sitting around you know at that 80 close to that 80 cent mark um i guess just talk about what's impact that's having
1: yeah, well, as of late, you know, once, you know, the volatility is part of the issue always with the dollar, and as it's sort of, you know, it, it is kind of somewhat stable, but just at a higher level, unfortunately, certainly, again, always taking some some bite out of the Canadian market uh, that way. But, uh, again, the U.S. dollar has been lower. Uh, you know, cattle futures have been higher. Exports have been supported with a with a lower U.S. dollar. So that's sort of cushioning a little bit of this, uh, of the, the stronger dollar. And as long as it stays, you know, under 80 cents, um, you know, this market seems fairly stable uh, for the most part. But if it starts creeping higher or the U.S. dollar comes off, that, that's always a concern.
0: Anything else to highlight, uh, Brian? Or
1: You know, just watching grain prices also, you know, some concern there around weather and U.S. corn crop. Maybe uh, uh, trying to buy some acres with, with corn rallying uh, as of late after the U.S. corn Crop reports. So, uh, you know, barley's elevated, and, and that's also a little bit uh, something we got to watch on on feeder prices moving forward.
0: That was Brian Peria with CanFax giving us a cattle market update. <music> Continuing on today's Prairie Eggwire, Glenda Lee Allen Vossler resumes her discussion with Drew Lerner, a senior agricultural meteorologist with World Weather Inc about the current drought-like conditions that we see in many areas of the prairies and what we can expect going forward as we move into the new cropping season.
2: It's a little relief in April and May. Uh, June's kind of, a, uh, kind of stuck in the middle. Uh, it could be still favorably moist, but we could end up uh, starting to dry down already. And then the summer comes along, we're probably going to have some dryness in at least the southern parts of the prairies and the southeast in particular.
0: Given the fact that you do see some moisture coming our way in uh, April, May, possibly a bit in June, is it going to be enough to pull us out of this?
2: That's the big million-dollar question, right? So send your checks and I'll give you an answer. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, you know, the uh, it is the big question, and that's what the big debate is at the moment, uh, in these past three analog years we've looked at, there was enough moisture to help carry crops a great distance into the summer. And that the early season crops, like, you know, the peas and lentils and the, the early planted uh, canola and perhaps the, the wheat, uh, all did fairly well or should do fairly well in the environment that we're expecting. Uh, but late planted crops, late canola and corn and soybeans and flax, Uh, those crops would have a bit more of a challenge on their hands because it would likely uh, be dry in a larger part of the growing season for those areas. Plus, those crops need a greater amount of moisture, especially the corn and soybeans, uh, in order to support a good yield. And if we end up with uh, a few rounds of rain, but it's way below average, then obviously the the potential is not so great for normal yields in that scenario. So if we do well with this rain this spring, uh, a couple of things can be said. Number one, uh, most likely we're not going to fix subsoil moisture. So uh, we'll see the topsoil get better. We'll have good planting conditions most likely uh, in the majority area. There's going to be a few pockets that may struggle, though. Uh, as we go out into the warm season or the summer season, we're going to start evaporation the rates fairly strong, and we'll probably start depleting some of that topsoil moisture. So those crops that are late going in uh, may run into stress a lot sooner than the, the crops that were planted early. And um, so I think the, the bottom line is that you know, the, the early-season crops will probably do okay, uh, late-season crops it will definitely be faced with a, a bit more of a challenge. But in you know all it would take is a couple of good-sized storm systems that would put a fair amount of moisture in the ground and a couple of timely rains in the summer, even if it's below normal, could still pull off a nice crop. And we've seen this in the past two years when the drought looked like it was going to be wiping out crops all over the place. We managed to get a couple of timely rains. Even though the precipitation amounts were way below average, we still managed a crop. And that's something we have to keep in mind. Never give up. Always look for that next rain event. And, uh, you know, we could just get lucky again.
0: Drew Lerner, World Weather Incorporated Senior Agricultural Meteorologist for Golden West. I'm Glenda Lee Allen Bossler. Thanks, Glenda Lee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.